Hi, this is Tony Allen with Signet4713.com, Audio Gospel Way. Today's episode is titled, The Battle of Words. Brothers and sisters in Christ Jesus, the enemy wants you to believe the words that is total opposite of what the Father and Jesus says about us. This is the battle we face. The enemy wants you to believe his destructive words spoken over your spirit and soul. He uses people that are closest to us to do his bidding. He understands that this strategy is most effective because we listen, absorb, and believe the words that are coming from the people that we care about, respect, and love the most. Now, we sometimes say things to those closest to us, unaware of what we are saying during the moment, especially when we are angry. This is why Jesus instructs us not to be quick to anger, because when you are angry, you are saying things that you really don't mean, but the words have departed from your mouth, and it has devastating impact on someone else's spirit and soul. So you have to be very careful or understand that when you are angry, take a time out and revisit that conversation or whatever it may be at a time when you are thinking without anger in your heart. All right. Because what's in the heart will proceed out of the mouth. All right. And that is what defiles mankind, as the word has said. All right. Now, remember. Everything that God has done from the beginning of time was initiated by the words he spoke. Everything came into existence or reality by his spoken words. Now the devil understands that the power is in the words that we speak. And he uses people to harm and inflict and destruct each other to do his bidding. Now remember now. Before God created the earth and all that that is in it, the devil was up there in heaven. So he witnessed all these things that God created by speaking them into existence. So he understands the power of words. So parents, brothers and sisters, those that are closest to us, we must be very careful on what we say to one another. If it's not going to edify and exalt each other, we should just keep it to ourselves. All right? Because your words, once you release those words into the universe, it has impact, whether for good or or for evil and a lot of times parents we fall into this this mistake of saying things over our kids that we shouldn't say because one thing we must understand God raises up the generations and whatever vision that he gives your children or his child that you cannot see, 
do not respond in a negative way because that child is listening to every word you say. And when you're speaking over them, you don't know what kind of impact that your words are having that can alter the course of that child's purpose and plan and the universe for that reason that God has for them. All right. So the battle of words is what the enemy has been using from day one. From day one, he went to Eve and twisted the words that God has said and told Eve that lie that it was okay for her to take of the fruit of the knowledge of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil and she took that ungodly counsel and walked in it and then she turned around and enticed the one closest to her which was Adam and he walked in it took that ungodly counsel and we all know what happened they got kicked out of the garden and death and sin came into the earth all right, so I'm going to start the readings from the book of Isaiah, chapter 54, verse 17, New King James Version, as it is written, no weapon formed. All right, now watch this. That word formed, that means created. All right, so what is he talking about? Mostly, this is spiritual. All right, this is a spiritual teaching. No weapon formed, no words created against you shall prosper. Now, this is why he goes on to say, the Father's, the word of God goes on to say, and every tongue which rises against you in judgment, you shall condemn. That word shall, he's, he's saying you must condemn. It's a directive. You must condemn that right away. Don't meditate on it. Don't receive it. You should rebuke it in the name of Jesus. Do not receive those words over your life because it has long-term devastating impact. If it's not to edify and exalt you, you should rebuke it. All right. Now, the word rises. What he's saying is someone's Speaking over your spirit and soul. So every tongue which rises against you in judgment, you must condemn. You shall condemn. All right. And then he goes on to say, this is the heritage of the servants of the Lord. All right. Now that word heritage, that means a special or individual possession. An allotted portion. God's love remains our heritage or your heritage. So, as it is written again, this is the heritage of the servants of the Lord, and their righteousness is from me, says the Lord. All right, so going back to the very beginning, now let's read this in its full context. No weapon formed against you shall prosper, and every tongue which rises against you in judgment, you shall condemn. 
This is the heritage of the servants of the Lord, and their righteousness is from me, says the Lord. Now, how do we made right? How are we made righteous? Or how do we receive Jesus' righteousness? By receiving him as Lord and Savior over our lives, by confessing it with our words, with our lips, by speaking that Jesus died, was buried, and on the third day rose and is ascended into heaven and seated at the right hand of the Father. He was crucified at Calvary for the sins of the world. His blood was shed, and it's through the blood of Christ when we receive him and his blood, we are made righteous in God's eyes. There is nothing you can do to receive righteousness except through Jesus. Nothing, nothing will the Father accept except accepting his son and what he has done for the entire world and receive the blood of Christ which washes us, cleanse, it cleanses us from all sins and puts us in right standing in the Father's eyes. It's only through Christ. Nothing else will work. Nothing else will the God will the Father accept. Nothing. It's only Jesus. You have to surrender your life to Jesus and receive that free gift. All right? And when you do, you are made righteous. And when you are made righteous, this is what the Father is saying. No weapon formed against you shall prosper. No weapon formed against you shall prosper. All right? And every tongue which rises against you in judgment, you shall condemn. You must condemn it because you are made in the righteousness of Christ. And Christ did not come to earth to, to condemn. This is the enemy. All right. The devil wants to condemn you. This is the world's way. The world's way is to destroy, lock you up, and have you condemned. This is the ways of the world. All right. Jesus came to give us life and life more abundantly. Not to condemn. All right. So do not receive any of the enemy's words spoken over you. All right. Do not receive it. Condemn it. You shall condemn it. That's what the word of God says. When, when, when every tongue rises against you in judgment, when people are saying all false things about you and all negative things about you and trying to rename you, you must condemn that. You got to condemn that. You can't receive that over your spirit. How are you going to let somebody rename you? What does God say, say about you? He says you're made in his image. How, how can you let someone rename you and call you out of what God says you are? You are made in the image of God. So he's telling you. He's telling us when we receive his son. We are made in his image and every tongue which rises against you in judgment, you shall condemn. Like I said, the word rises, it means 
someone speaking over your spirit and soul as if they are God. They are trying to find their way just the same. You have to condemn them. Don't, not them, condemn those words. Don't receive that in your spirit. Don't receive it in your mind. Do not receive it in your heart. All right? Because words have power. They have power. They have the power to alter someone's course, someone's path. All right. So you must feed your, your mind and your spirit with the word of God. All right. And, and, and you know, let's just give you an example. And I'm not picking on any profession. I'm trying to uh, pass on a message that we all fall short unintentionally sometimes. And, and let's just say it for a doctor for a second. I'm just going to use a doctor. Uh, as an example, sometimes they are only limited to say what they are trained and know as far as their expertise. All right. So it's their job to pass on what they know from their training. Now, they could be born again Christians, but for them to say, uh, just read the word of God and you're going to be healed. They are subjected to the laws of the land in a sense that there are liabilities against that. So they have to give you the facts as they know it. Now, guess what? Here's the good news. Jesus is the great physician. But my point is, I'm trying to say is that sometimes they may tell you, you got six months to live. Now, what are you going to do about it? Now, the ball is in your court. Are you going to receive that? Or are you going to hit that ball back on the other side of the fence? <laughs> it's up to you. It's up to you on what you receive over your spirit and your soul. Like I said, they are only doing what they're trained to do. All right. And they are to give you the facts as they know them. But. Jesus is the great physician. He can heal the body. He can restore the body. There is nothing that he cannot do. So you have to feed your mind with the word of God and you have to speak those words over your situation. Find out what the, the father says in his word about your situation and meditate on that. And once you get it in your spirit, speak it. Let it be released from your mouth. When you say it, your words have power. It's when you're speaking things as though they weren't into existence. All right. Although you don't see it physically, you see it spiritually, which is reality in God's eyes. That's faith. All right. But you have to speak these things. You have to go to the word of God. Find out what he says about your situation. Take that word and speak it over your life. If it's your finances, if someone says, man, you're going to always be broke, rebuke that. <laughs> Don't receive it. Because if you receive it, you're going to always be broke. All right. And if somebody says, well, your dad had uh, high blood pressure, you know, this can be coming from relatives. 
You know, man, they, they don't mean no harm. They just saying what they know, but you don't have to receive it. All right. My, you, you can come back and say, nah, the word of God says I can be healed and my, my restoration is through the blood of Christ. He has paid for all things for this life. Anything that you need, whether it be wealth, health, everything, Jesus has already paid for it. You just have to take it and receive it in your heart and speak it out of your mouth. All right. Your words have power. Now, the enemy wants to keep you muzzled. He wants to keep you muzzled. He wants you to keep you in unbelief. All right. When you are operating in unbelief and afraid to speak out on your situation, your situation will not change. You got to remember, the father says, Yes and amen. He never says no. It's always yes and amen. All right. So especially when it comes to your health. All right. And a sound mind and all those things that uh, the God, uh, the father wants us to walk and prosper in. It's yes and amen. All right. The enemy is always no, you can't. That's impossible. You shouldn't, you know, you got to rebuke those words that are spoken over you. And a lot of times, parents, we may say things like that to our children. No, nah, I don't think that's a good idea. Well, it wasn't your idea. All right. So God raises generations up for his purpose, not ours. So whatever vision that he's given the children, that's a vision for that generation. And. According to God, yes and amen. Just believe and you will, you can. All right. So let's go to uh, also let's go to, to the uh, book of Isaiah chapter 55 verses 2 and 3. As it is written, why do you spend money for what is not bread and your wages for what does not satisfy? Listen carefully to me and eat what is good and let your soul delight itself in abundance incline your ear and come to me here and your soul shall save excuse me and your soul shall live and I will make an everlasting covenant with you the sure mercies of David wow that's powerful now, remember now, when Jesus walked the earth, he repeatedly said he is the true bread of life. All right. Him being the word of God, the word of God is the true bread of life, which is Jesus. That we will never go hungry and whoever drinks of him will never thirst. All right. So we must speak and receive only the words of God over our lives. All right. Now, if you have anything in this earth that, that you need, Jesus has already provided it. You just have to seek the word. That's, this is where uh, uh, Hosea says, my people perish 
for lack of knowledge. And what he's saying is they not seeking the word of God and finding out the truth. What God says about their situation. People are perishing for lack of knowledge. If, if, if the father says, I will give you long life and your youth is renewed as the eagles. Why are you receiving what the world says about you? Who are you believing? What are you receiving in your spirit and soul? You should only receive the good word, the incorruptible good seed, which is the word of God, and plant that in your heart, in your spirit, in that kingdom within you. Nothing else. If someone says something negative about you, you have to rebuke that immediately in the name of Jesus. Don't allow those words to get into your spirit and into your mind. All right. Because as a man think it, so he is. All right. So you, your thoughts are what you will become. All right. So when people are using negative words about you. And calling you this and calling you that, you have to rebuke and condemn those words immediately. You don't receive that. You don't let someone speak over your spirit. This is what Jesus is saying. When you receive my righteousness, every tongue which rises against you in judgment, you shall condemn. You must condemn that. You don't let the enemy come and steal and rob your dreams by them speaking over you because they don't see your vision. Your vision was given to you by the Father. Who are you going to believe? What are you listening to? What are you receiving? You got to shut that down because the Father says yes and amen. If you believe, you can do all things through Christ Jesus who strengthens you. The devil don't want you to believe the truth. He's a liar. He's the author and the finisher of lies. That's all he's born to do was lie. Nothing else. And steal and kill and destroy. You cannot allow someone to speak over your spirit. You have to condemn every word, every tongue which rises against you in judgment. Amen and God bless.